0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up Because this is nothing like that. It's working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very
1: sexy robot.
0: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's
0: hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Tom Izzo, we will do that. You want a podcast, we give you a podcast. We do a podcast. Every day we do a podcast. At least most days we do a podcast. Today we do a podcast. Al. What's up?
1: Oh, hi, Jerry. I saw yesterday a photo that I cannot release yet because uh, I've been told they're not to be released yet. But uh, Tom Izzo, our production uh, uh, digital guy, put together a, you know, based on the photographs. So he took the professional photos. Oh, yeah, yeah. He put together like um, what would be a show show picture for us oh nice yeah and maybe we we would even use it for our podcast maybe to change things up maybe we change things up. i could show you uh, during the break what it uh, looks like i would like to see that Uh, but he says he's working on a second option all right very cool so we have that Uh, many alert listeners and twitter followers uh, sent me an update on the story that we covered here on the podcast uh, before i took an extended vacation which was that there was a girl that I used to watch on 90 Day Fiance. Oh, wait, we did
0: this on the show, too.
1: We did it on the show yes. as well?
0: Oh, yes. All right. Yes, and I was going to bring it up this morning. Yes. And I just never did. Yeah. Uh, it was a girl on 90 Day Fiance,
1: and we read a story about how— It was an attractive gal. Uh, we read a story about how she was selling— uh, she was farting into jars— and then sealing it and then selling the jars for $500. To very lonely men. To very lonely men. And supposedly, she was doing 50 jars a week.
0: I'm fine.
1: Oh okay. And was on a roll. Yeah. So that business is now, unfortunately, shut down. I wonder why. Well, she... Too many returns. She ended up in the hospital because of her... She thought she was having a heart attack or a stroke. But it turns out she was, believe it or not, filled with gas from the amount of protein she was eating in order to try to produce more farts.
0: That's all. Okay. I mean, this is some story you're going to tell at the uh, dinner table. Is that unbelievable? Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. Hey, come on. You know, you get what you deserve.
1: Honestly. And there were pictures of her. She took pictures in the hospital. Of course she did. She was drinking multiple protein shakes a day, uh,
0: various meats. Well, if you, you know, there's something to that as well. Remember, Michael K did the Atkins diet. It's got to be 10 or 15 years ago. I don't remember when, but he was doing his radio show, and it was early on when he was doing his radio show, and he lost a considerable amount of weight, considerable amount of weight, I want to say, in three, four months. And he ended up in the hospital. Because he completely cut carbs out of his diet, it was mostly mostly proteins he was eating, and it didn't it didn't go so well for him. Yeah, and he I remember him saying he almost died. I don't know if that's the, I don't know if that's I where the drop might have might have been. But he was in bad shape, and so that doesn't surprise me that she ended up in the hospital. But I mean, whatever.
1: And was Michael Kay selling farts in
0: a jar as well? Or I, did, I do not believe he, he did he was? it just for weight. If he was, he wouldn't have. He would not have gotten five hundred dollars a jar. No, he would not have. Nor would he have sold out fifty jars a week. I would doubt
1: it. So unfortunately, she's going to have to come up with a new business because <laughs> farting into jars is no longer a thing.
0: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah, no. It's uh, anytime. Uh, anytime an entrepreneur or small business fails. <laughs> All of us are hurt somehow here in America.
0: It's so funny.
1: So thank you to the many
0: people. Uh, many people sent that to me. I'm a very tiny small business owner, as you, you know. With my cornhole league. Mm-hmm. We, we take money. It's a you business, know. sure. But we can't get going every time. We seem like we turn the corner. This COVID thing Another stops COVID us. Another COVID thing. It's, right now, I don't know if we're going to continue. Now, for we might have to shut down for a couple months. Is that right? It's, un, it's unreal. You just cannot. Like you finally hit on something that's working it's like roadblock after roadblock. Yes. And in this case, it's a worldwide pandemic, so I can't complain. But. Right,
1: that is a roadblock of some sorts when a worldwide pandemic it's happens. It's unreal. Yeah. It really is. Well, I would right. suggest farting in jars. but I'm not doing that. That requires a... You know, I will say that uh, there were various times in my life when I... That you farted in jars. I've never farted in a jar, but there have been times when I've... Um, Started to do like a weight training type yeah. thing where I was drinking protein yep. shakes. And my body cannot take a lot of like the, the, the synthetic protein, that right, fake sure. protein. It does make my uh, stomach bad and I, I do fart. Yeah.
0: Okay. Good. So I could have been bottling these up all along. Oh, why don't you go buy some pure protein and start gassing <laughs> it up? <laughs>
1: Can we sell that on your one of your websites? I don't yes. want to have to start a whole new website. I can website. help you out with that. You could
0: where I you can, take payments already. I we're set up to take payments. I just have to uh, make a note for Al's ass. <laughs> yes, yes, please do that.
1: that would be Al's very, ass, gas.
0: Uh, my ass, <laughs> ass.
1: Yeah. Uh, in a second story that we brought to you here on the podcast as well, I believe you brought it up that the United States Postal Service has a podcast. That's correct. And we were like, what could they possibly talk about? Yes. Well. A couple of our listeners, mainly one of them was Connor Cook. Yeah, and uh, actually somebody else, uh, I forget his name. Connor has bad
0: timing. He texted me during while I was doing a Rutgers game last night. Oh, okay. No chance I'm responding to that in the middle of the game.
1: Yeah, so uh, two at least two of our listeners listened to it. Okay, and it appears that the first episode was about how zip codes got started. I'd be interested
0: to yeah, know that. Yeah, I was that. like,
1: hmm. If, it wasn't, if, <laughs> if if somebody else was doing that, like if if Joe Rogan randomly started telling
0: a story about zip yeah. codes, I'd be like, okay, I'm interested. Yeah, sure. I, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a part of me that is fascinated by how mail works. Like, how do I send a letter? Right. Like, the calendars. Legit, there were some calendars that I sent to California that I dropped off in Middletown, New Jersey on Tuesday, and they were received on Thursday. Yeah, I don't At understand. the guy's house. I do, right. It's amazing to, for $3. <laughs>
1: think about that. I know. Anytime I hear someone complain about uh, stamps going up, like, do you know what a, well, I, I'm. I agree. Where this can go in a short amount of time. Well, even,
0: but it, even to a larger extent, like airfare, like you're getting on, and I know some comedian did this, but maybe George Carlin, I don't remember, but when you really sit and think think about it, we're like... to fly to and from California. Hey, jackass, get in the car and drive it. It'll take you a month. Right. Right. Meanwhile, you'll have a $200 meal somewhere. Easy. You don't even think about it. You don't think twice about it, but it's like $250 each way to go across the country. And oh, by the way, in five hours, like at one o'clock, I'm in New York city at four o'clock, California time. I'm in San Francisco. Seems like a bargain to me. I always think about
1: that either when I'm going on vacation or when I'm going home that day from vacation. Yeah. Like, if I'm having breakfast at the hotel, i be like, you know, I'm going to be having, like, a, a like a dinner across the country.
0: I know. Um. Yeah, I think about it all the time. Like, when I'm doing games, you know, and it's 9 o'clock and I'm starting to do a post-game show in Nebraska. That would like, freak me out. Wow. Like, I'm on the air in six hours. In New York City. Like, yeah, it's it is. It's crazy. That it does I, freak me out. Yeah, that would
1: freak me out. Like for for whatever reason, I would think
0: I have anxiety about yeah. it. Yeah, that's why I don't want to work anymore. The day after the trips, if I can change it up. Yes, it's I've done it for five years. Only one time did I get screwed, and i it's just its an uncomfortable feeling. So many
1: things could go wrong. Yeah,
0: like the plane running out of fuel. Plane running <laughs> out of fuel, sled, plane, uh,
1: flight getting canceled, Well, that doesn't bad happen because it's charters. Oh, okay.
0: So I'm never really worried well, that's about good. that. Bad weather is a concern. Mechanicals. And, well, yeah, 100%, although that's happened, and they get you another plane pretty quickly. They do? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good because that they're paying happened. for the charter stuff. Yes, but it is. It's, it's nerve-wracking. is—it's—it's Yeah, You know, I remember sitting there at Northwestern last year in the middle of a snowstorm. I went out at halftime. I'm like, how are we getting out of here? And we did. And we did. I'm sitting there, it's like, "God, it's 930. Who do I call? Like, I have to be at work in six and a half hours. And everyone you work with is sleeping right now. And I'm in Evanston, Illinois. (laughs) It is. It's it's bizarre. But that's air travel. It's amazing. Yeah, air travel is amazing.
1: Uh, One of the other things we talked about uh, on the show today which was a big segment was about Afrin, the yeah. nose, the yeah.
0: nasal spray. I was stunned when I mentioned that that that, that G had no idea that it can be addictive. Yeah, I used
1: I used to use a different nasal spray when I was younger. It was not Afrin; it was in a different bottle. I'm trying to think. Vicks of... Vicks
0: Vapor Mist. The what? Because uh, they have one too, I which is think... is good. I like Afrin. The Vicks yeah. is good too, though. There's also the saline mist, which is not. it does nothing spray i mean here's where saline spray helps if you use the afrin and i don't i never go with two anymore it's one spray most in each and that's it but i used to would do the two or three that they tell you you can do and it would really dry you out where it would almost burn right it goes down the back of your throat the nasal spray then if you half hour later will help ease that yeah but it doesn't clear you up.
1: Do you remember when Vicks, Vicks had, first of all, the the paste that you could rub on your chest? I
0: have it at home still. Uh, do, do they
1: still make the thing that it used to look like it was in a uh, chapstick Oh, I don't know. Holder,
0: and you would take the top off and just breathe it in. It was like... Well, that's what I do with the container. I will, before I go to the Afrin, I will open the Vicks container with that, that jelly-ish yeah. crap and I will just suck that in, and it, it clears you out.
1: So that's what this thing must have been. They must have had had put the the yeah. some stuff in the bottom
0: of it, and then you would smell it. Let me ask you this: Why would smelling salts not work then, if you're congested?
1: I don't know if it goes if the smelling salts go right to the they the smelling salts. Smol- <laughs> smelling smells. salts might blow right past the snot,
0: mm. and okay, and
1: not clear it up. I don't know, but that's a good question. Hmm.
0: Interesting. I don't like smelling salts. No, I I didn't say I want to do it. I was just curious if that was another way. Yeah, to kind of get it going.
1: I've never done the neti pot, although it sounds interesting. It's horrendous.
0: (laughs) It is. You lay your head on the table. You lay your head sideways, and with the pot, you put the water in, and and take a second. Where do you put the bowl? It Uh, goes in your nose. It goes in your top nostril, and then it goes up and through, and then it comes out the other side. Ooh, it's it's a weird feeling, and it's it doesn't work. I. And does snot come out? It like rinses you out, but then as soon as you're clear for a moment, it kind of rushes right back. Right. And I've tried it several times. It For me, I'm not speaking for anybody else, for me, does not work. But I have found that about everything. Like, you know, oh, sore throat, try some honey. Okay, yeah. that works for 37 seconds. Try this, try that. No, how about this? Give me a goddamn antibiotic. Even That's this- what works.
1: Even the SEPA call spray that you spray in the back of your it, throat? That,
0: it, it works, works for, for five minutes. Seconds, Right. And then your throat hurts again. Yeah. You know, you have a cough. Well, try honey. Try this cough job. Okay. How about this? Cough syrup. <laughs> I have never had a cough syrup that legitimately worked. I've had it that has... Um, so here's what works for me. I say cough syrup. The Mucinex with the cough suppressant, that works.
1: It's a pill or it's a
0: liquid? That's no, a pill. That really... That helped me out a lot last week when I had the, with the COVID. And I was coughing on Monday. I was coughing like a beast. That's, that was Monday afternoon to Monday night. That was the one thing I took all week. And that really helped uh, with the cough. Shout out Mucinex with cough suppressant. Yeah. You know, I figured I, that might be Mucinex DM. I forget which yeah. one it was, but it really worked.
1: That would make sense because there was Robitussin DM.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Huh, huh. Great. Huh, huh. I'm just happy I once that's had a, over.
1: I once had a I had a really bad cough and they gave me yeah. cough syrup with codeine. Yeah. Which is a prescription because yeah. that's like a, yeah. a light narcotic. Yep. Do you know I had to stop taking it because I couldn't urinate. Wow. Like I had a that pee. That was a side effect? Yeah, that was a side effect for some people. I, I had a pee and I had to so super concentrate to pee and it would only drip out a little at a time.
0: Man. That's awful.
1: Yeah, that was the codeine. What a terrible feeling. Yeah, so be careful. Well when I had the codeine.
0: When I had the, the uh the kidney stones fifteen years ago, whatever it was, it was before yeah. I was working the show, they gave me Percocet and then Demerol, those two. And I had uh constipation.
1: Yeah, that's what they say.
0: Very but difficult. It I mean, it took away the pain. And at one point I was running around like a madman. I was fired up and I had people offering me money for those pills. Oh yeah, no people would love. I mean, one guy was offering me twenty five dollars a pill. I mean, it's so tempting. I'm like, wow, I could see how this is easy to get into. Right. Then all of a sudden, you're a drug pusher. Yeah, and I didn't. I kept them because I wanted them, just because the pain I felt with those kidney stones was horrendous, and there was no way I was getting rid of them. I ultimately threw them out because of the time they expired. But
1: when uh, I had the hernia operations, they gave me Percocet to take home, and I I took uh, one pill one day and one pill the next day. I didn't take any more because they said that too like it'll bind you up yeah. and then if you have a hernia or any type of you, oh. you can't push yeah so i'm you surprised to push, they didn't give you that, i know it's very odd why not just say take three advil yeah call me in the morning it's gonna help
0: a little bit at least yes man that is nothing worse than being in the hospital and coming home and having to like Like i think <laughs> it's amazing i think like my son had you know had brain surgery as you now know and i've said uh back in i guess it's a year and a half ago and I'll never forget, he had it on. I had the surgery on a Thursday. It was a Thursday or a Friday. I forget. I think it was Thursday. And I'll never forget, like, going home Sunday. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know what was more nuts, having my wife having a baby and being sent home two days later, or my son having brain surgery as a 15 year old and being sent home two days later. And I'll never forget, like, the instructions they gave us. And this wasn't a hospital around the corner, it was in Manhattan. So, and not easy to get in touch with anybody. And I just remember thinking, all of this we have to do: the cleaning, the wrapping. This pill at this time, and then this medicine at this time. This is for this, and I'm like, "Oh my god! Like, what if we screw this up?" And it's amazing; it worked out. But
1: geez. did did they have to make an incision, or did they go through oh, a, yeah. an opening oh, already? Oh,
0: oh, they made. Yeah, me.
1: I wondered. Like, can they go through the nose or no, the not ears? This. this they had a.
0: They had a. I mean, it's really. You make the decision to have the surgery because there were other options. And as it turned out, it was a good thing we didn't do the other option because it would have been, could have been catastrophic. Um, so we opt for the surgery and all credit to my son because he's like, I want the surgery. I want the thing out of my head. and a tumor in his head. He's like, I want it out. Okay. Which I thought was going to be treatable with medicine and it wouldn't have been, which thank God we did it. And I just remember, made the decision. Okay, great. And then you go in for like the, the pre-surgery, the pre-op stuff a week before. And he's explaining to you what he's doing. I'm like, whoa, you're cutting the skull. I'm like, all right, just do me a favor. I trust you. I've read enough. trust you. I have a lot of hope in you. I've read a lot of your reviews and your clients. And great. Just please take care of my son. (laughs) I don't want to know. They had to open the skull? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. They had to cut through the skull and then open a flap. I mean, it's... Dude. And the fact that you could see the stitching if you cut he didn't even have his hair messed up I, Oh, they didn't even shave his head no they had a it's amazing even my wife could not believe they would they shaved a tiny little portion so that they could separate the hair where they made the incision and you would have had never known that he had done what he had done unless after he took the shower and you cleaned or patted down the stitches and the dry blood you saw it but once you kind of the hair kind of combed over, no idea, none. I have pictures of him in the hospital laying there. It's like, huh? He's got a full head of hair. How did you do that? Yeah, I would think they need to shave that. That's what we expected. And he said, no, no problem. They gotta shave your private area when they give you a a um, hernia surgery. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I gotta go off Jerry. I'm sure they do. So big shout out to Doctor David Harder in New York City. Amazing work.
1: How, How about that? That's good. pretty
0: good. That's pretty...
1: Would you say he did a pretty good job?
0: <laughs> he did a great job. Pretty good job. Yes, he did.
1: We talked also a little briefly about pharmacists. and And yes. um, one of the callers said enough pharmacists don't do anything other than count pills. And there was a battle going back and forth right. between pharmacists. But it would reminded me of uh, my, my days working in the pharmacy. And Eddie, in particular, thought this was creepy when it came up on the air.
0: Yeah, no, me too. I now, heard this. Keep
1: in mind, I was... Uh, but I was... Like a high school senior slash first year of Middlesex County College. Sure. Where me and my friend Paul, who I did my other podcast with, we both worked at drug fair. Right. And when we worked in the pharmacy, when a girl would come in for her prescription and we handed it to her, if it was a
0: flat package, we knew that was birth control pills. Right. And then we judged her. Well, I, I don't think it matters that you were in college. I think you'd be doing the same thing today. I would be doing the same thing would. today
1: because it's not like I was looking through people's prescriptions. When you would get the the bag, the little bags that the prescriptions come in, you know, you can tell whether it's in a it's a, a pill container yeah. or it's a flat thing. Yeah. And birth control pills back then always came in the flat thing so that you could poke out the day yeah.
0: and know that you took the pill. Plus, the girl's twenty six; she's you know right. You never know. You never know. I think I always think about. I, I'll tell you the one thing I think about are therapists and counselors. Like I do believe they don't share your information publicly, right? But behind closed doors, I guarantee absolutely you, you are the subject of conversation when mm-hmm. they go out to dinner with their friends. Yes. Now they may say, "I have a client who." Yeah, I'm not saying they're outing your name, but I think they're telling life stories. Yes. You know, I do believe that. So why would someone making $12 an hour at Walgreens not do the same thing?
1: Yeah, by the way, back then I was making four twenty-five an hour.
0: And you thought so like you was, were rich.
1: I was going to be laughing it up with birth control pills. <laughs> it was also odd when someone that you knew was dropping off or picking up a prescription. Sure, Because that's weird. Well, you depending feel like on what the prescription is. Yeah, because yeah. you feel like you're involved in their life. But it then reminded me of this one was really unfortunate. So after working at drug fair, my friend Paul went on to work at Dollar Video, which was yep. a video store in yep. Island, New Jersey, prior to the blockbusters. And they right. had popular movies, and then they had a, a very small porno section. So uh, one of the guys that we worked with at drug fair, his father came into the video store when I was... I would hang out in the video store with my friend Paul when he was working. I would just hang out. And we knew this was the father of a guy we worked with, but this guy didn't know we worked with his sons. Oh, no. And the father got a gay porno called Black Workout Part 2.
0: Okay.
1: It was African-American gentlemen making love to each other in a gym. And...
0: Yeah, hey, you like what you like. We
1: really that threw us off as young uh as young twenty somethings.
0: Yeah. Could you imagine back in the day? Now clearly any of that's available anywhere you want. Yes,
1: now it's available. Everywhere.
0: And I I, I never went in and rented one of those. Ever. Black workout too? <laughs> that either. But just I've never an X ray I never rented really? one. Really? Never. Never, never, never. I could never bring myself to walk in and do that. Do you imagine mean a father? And walking in and doing that. Right. I'm not saying mail order. You could have done that. Sure. You could have done that. But like walk into a video store? Yep. And rent an X-rated movie as an adult with kids? Yeah, it's weird. No way. And then where are you watching it? In the living room?
1: <laughs> maybe your wife has different hours than you. I, I guess that's I, what he was... Or maybe the wife goes to sleep. Uh, that.
0: What if she wakes up? What are you watching? Well, this is Black Workout Part Two. I mean, gosh, and I'm not—I don't even care what type it is. Just the fact that it's a porno. You're an adult with children and a family, and you're going to put that in and take that out and start wax on, wax off. Well, luckily, my friend
1: Paul worked at the video store, so we would just take them from the store. You had an advantage. We had an advantage. We had—I had—we had had an insider.
0: No, you never had children and a family, so you could still go. No, but I still
1: watched them when I was living at home, so I would have to. Be very quiet. I would say. When did you do that? Two o'clock in the morning. Uh, probably.
0: Wow. All right.
1: Yeah. Did you learn a lot. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think when I would have done that. But I guess so. And then have no volume on.
0: <laughs> that takes the fun out.
1: <laughs> yeah. For the longest time, I didn't even know pornos had volume. <laughs> I thought they were silent films. silent films. films. Where's Charlie Chaplin? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Had to keep it very quiet. (laughs) Super quiet, Jerry. Uh,
0: That's funny. Mm -hmm. Damn, damn. Mm
1: -hmm. Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Uh, Tomorrow is Thursday already, right?
0: It is. There's no Thursday night game this week? No. It's two Saturday games. 4.30 and then 8. I got very lucky because I got Rutgers at 2, and they moved the Cowboy game to Saturday, 8 o'clock as opposed to 4.30. Oh, wow. You did time. get lucky. See,
1: get lucky. every once in a while, you got unlucky last week. You couldn't go to do Cowboys Cardinals. That sucks.
0: I know. I would have rather gotten unlucky this week, to be right. quite honest. Oh, absolutely. One thing, doing the game. In, I love yes, that stadium. Yes, I know. It's, that's, but that that's what it is.
1: it is. It is what it is. All right, then so we'll see you tomorrow morning back here live at 5 a.m. See you.
0: Call the fan at 877 337 6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go, it's Wednesday, it's midweek, it's the fan, what is up, the Eddie Scazzeri, God, you're handsome, nice to see you, and Al Julius Dukes, what is up on this frigid Wednesday morning? Good morning,
1: Jerry, I was uh, listening to the overnight program, as I do as I'm prepping this show, a fellow named Emmanuel Babari was on. And I, I only have a a tip for him. It's not to broadcast related, but he's uh, trying to get people to reach out to him on Twitter, and his Twitter handle has the word Babari in it. There I'm is no spell it. There is no <laughs> chance anyone's. Could, I work here. I couldn't find it. <laughs> you gotta like change that up to like. I agree, Emmanuel the Great. <laughs> something. E.B.
0: instead yeah. of Emmanuel Babari. Very difficult. If people don't know who you are, how to spell your last name.
1: Has anyone checked in with Sal? Is he still uh, alive? I texted him yesterday. You did?
0: Um, it's running through his house. Is so... he is he
1: in rough shape? Like, is it, uh, like, it hit you pretty hard. I don't know. Not to sure. To be honest.
0: I mean, he said he's feeling better. All right. That's good. So, I hope that's the case. Yeah. I was surprised when I didn't hear him this morning. Me too. That's not good.
1: I heard Emmanuel Babari on. And
0: then searched for him on Twitter. Couldn't and I was find like, him. I like, I'd have no idea how to spell Babari. <laughs> I would spell
1: it this is how I wrote it down. B A B A R I. See, I did two R's. R R Okay, work. Is that how you spell it? I don't you really never find it? I never found it. Yeah, me neither. Emmanuel Babari. Jerry, a big uh I have three brief basketball stories to begin. We don't have to be brief. we got an hour. Oh, a whole full hour? Yeah, I know. but Sometimes people get scared off by basketball. Talk. I'd like this, you to break it down. Especially my basketball knowledge is very scary to some people. On a scale of 1 to 10, you're about a point .8. <laughs> <laughs> for example, I am aware that Kyrie Irving plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, good start. And he's uh, playing tonight in Indiana for the first time since uh, the coronavirus Certainly stuff. appears
0: to be the case, yes.
1: It is somewhat, and I'm sure people brought this up when it was first announced that he was able to come back. Like basketball teams have been decimated by the coronavirus, so we're bringing back an unvaccinated guy to take the place of vaccinated players. This is where we are in 2020. Well, but he's also Ooh. had it,
0: so he's got 90 days of, of freedom, full thick antibodies. Man, he should be walking around all cocky right now. I'm sure he is. Rightly so. Yeah. Like I, like I just got through it. I feel pretty good right now. You could do anything that I've got three months of. What would you say? Come Come at at me, bro. bro. (laughs) Come at me, bro. (laughs) That's right. I know. I have a wedding I
1: have to go to on Friday night. It's going to be filled with coronavirus, Uh, people. I would
0: think it's hard to think that it won't be.
1: Yeah, so what do I do? You know Uh, I love to get out of things.
0: Get ready to work from home next week. I thought you were going to say, listen, you got to cancel.
1: No, I I'm not going to say that. Plans. Listen,
0: I got in a lot of trouble for suggesting you cancel last time. Oh, right. We're not, can- we're not cancel. You never. I never accepted. You never it. committed. You committed, right. And uh, there were a few around here that were not happy with me for right. offering you that advice. So I'm not saying a word. Okay. You do what you got to do. You do what
1: you got to do, but it's probably going to be a coronavirus uh, super spread event. event a Which, wedding. Well, yeah, I would think so. Where? Uh, in Jersey, or you got to yeah, go somewhere? Som- somewhere near down the Jersey shore, even. All right. So it's really
0: not bad. Well, the- you, maybe you'd be lucky. Maybe they'd be on the beach. Uh,
1: <laughs> it would be cold, although the coronavirus would, would probably blow right past me and not go into my yeah, nostrils. you've done
0: well. So far, I have. You've done well. Knock on wood, as they say. Why don't you go with a clothespin
1: on your nose and a mask over your mouth? (laughs) And sunglasses indoors.
0: (laughs) That's right.
1: Because it could penetrate my eye membranes. I guess. My eye mucous
0: membranes. I'm so confused with the whole thing. Yeah. Who the hell knows? Who knows, Jerry? Jerry Jones is on the fan in Dallas. He's basically admitting, we have no idea what we're doing (laughs) with this. Like, we're trying hard. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, no one knows. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, but we do know
1: that Kyrie returns. Tonight. He does. So that's exciting for it is basketball. Actually. There's, uh, I'm going to say, some buzz. Buzz. There is buzz. no. There, there is buzz. buzz.
0: No buzz. There would be buzz. I would totally. Especially the fact that they haven't played well their last few games, which is right. interesting timing because they were playing well until the three-game losing streak. So yeah, this will be. I'm looking forward to watching. Now, Jerry, I'm aware
1: because I'm a huge NBA fan. But for the audience that doesn't follow basketball, the Indiana Pacers are they good?
0: Not really. They lost to the Knicks last night. There are several games under five hundred, I believe. Okay, so they're not so great. So they're not.
1: So probably would be a Kyrie Irving Nets win tonight. It'll (laughs) break the winning the losing streak, and we'll be like Kyrie's back.
0: I will tell you that if I was the betting man, and some days I am, sometimes I 100% would bet the Nets tonight. You would? No, I 100% bet the Nets the other night I didn't think they'd lose three in a row, and I got <laughs> it handed to me. And you lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so who knows? I mean, that's why they play the games, Al. That's why they play the games. And they said a good fourth quarter, though, last night. Is that right? And they did, as they, uh, I turned, I got in the car after the Rutgers game. Who beat Michigan? By the way, that was and my other was my second oh, we'll basketball get to that. story. I got in the car and I put the Nick game on. I'm like, wow, close game, and then they just made the shots down the stretch. So, hey, good for them. I don't think I could. there's certain sports I can't follow on the radio. Basketball. Well, no, don't say that. That's what I do. Oh, <laughs> if you don't mind, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I try to. That's like that's my job. I'm trying to make you follow along. Now, part of you following along and being able to follow along is having even a little bit of interest. (laughs) And knowledge of the sport. Yeah,
1: but interest would help first. Okay, that's fair. I was just saying, even things that I'm really into, like I'm really into the NFL. Yeah. I try to concentrate on listening, and then I get lost in my thoughts, and then something happens, and I don't know where on the field we are. I do like when broadcasters on radio go, and like Gene Deckerhoff is where I first heard this when I was working down in Tampa Bay. You go, we move
0: right to left on your radio. It allows you, that's the TV screen you're looking at.
1: Yeah, it's visually I know. Yes. Oh, all right. Yep. This is where we are on the field, even though it doesn't matter when you're listening on the radio, whether it you're does moving it, left to
0: right. But it, it allows your imagination to envision what you yeah. would be seeing if you were watching on TV. And Bob Papa even will be like, the Giants are in white
1: pants. In yes. You got to do that Do you to do start that for Rutgers basketball? Yeah, start, of course, oh, you start do? the game. Yeah, Rutgers yeah, yeah. is in there do you say red or... Uh, or do you, do you do a really specific kind of red? No, I do not do very specific. Scarlet red. I, no,
0: I don't do very specific.
1: I so, Kyrie, tonight, my other story, I saw, Jerry, that the Rutgers won last night. You did that game. They beat did.
0: Michigan for the first time ever? First time ever. They were in 0-14 the against them. Yeah, it's not like they played them 100 times. Right. But they were 0-14 against them. And a couple of years ago, when Rutgers was 17-0 and at home, Michigan went in and beat them. Is that right? Yeah. So, this was... And it's for Steve Peichel, who has done a lot of firsts, as you will, in the Rutgers program history. This is another first. That's pretty that good. It crosses off the list. Yeah, it was really good. And I, the crowd was great. Everyone wore them. I was I was really impressed. You looked around. No one took their mask off. Oh, you got to wear a mask inside? You do. Really? You do. And there's no food anymore. What? There's, it's just soft drinks and, and water sales. That's it. Because of the spread.
1: I can't get a pretzel, a hot pretzel?
0: No. No, you can't. It's crazy. And so I was sitting there wondering, I'm like, why? Is this place going to be half empty? Because it's very difficult. And you got to show proof of vaccine. Proof of vaccine, mask, no pretzels. Yeah. And you know what? Soft drinks Now, there weren't. It was quote, It was sold out. Tickets sold, for sure. The game sold out months ago. But there were probably, instead of 8,000, there were like 7,000 people there. You could see the corners up top weren't full. But I was really impressed how many people did show up. Because if you're not vaccinated, you have to have proof of a negative test, which, as you know now... Is almost impossible. Very difficult. Yeah. Is that a Rutgers rule about the masks, or like if I go
1: to a Devils game, do I have to have a mask? No, I on? think it's a Rutgers
0: rule. But Rutgers? I'm not a hundred. I think it's building to building to be quite okay. honest. But I don't. I don't know the answer to that. To be, 100% I did not. Honest. I did not know that. Yeah. No, me neither. I'm not sure. I don't know. To be honest with you, but people had their masks on and they were following
1: the rules. They yeah. were sipping soft drinks. What like through the straw through the side of the mouth? I don't. I wasn't
0: watching. I don't know. That's how I would I do it. wasn't studying people sipping their straws. I would
1: put the straw right up <laughs> under my mask. Like an IV
0: drip. Yeah, like an IV drip of, of
1: uh, Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's funny. Hmm.
0: So, yeah, they did a good job last night.
1: And then the the third brief basketball story I have is a Connecticut high school. Uh, this was a girls' basketball game. They, uh, the Connecticut High School girls' basketball team, Sacred Heart Academy of Hamden, beat Lyman Hall Wallingford
0: 92-4. to Well, I mean, they didn't give up a 100. That's true. So my question here would be, because I'm sure they're going to take a beating for this. Yeah. In the second half, who's playing? Well, I think it was like eighty nothing
1: at the oh, geez. at the at the half at halftime. I think so. Oh, good lord! So, which means they didn't put a lot of points on the board the second half. Oh my
0: god! So they did take their foot off the gas, but their foot was on the gas for yeah. a long
1: time. And one of the uh, wow. over at Sacred Heart Academy, one of the uh, do you say nuns or sisters? I guess sisters. One of the sisters who runs the school. I probably should have had her job title.
0: She apologized. Yeah, I get it. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how she sounded? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, at some point, I would think when you get up by 40, at that point, you got to start pulling girls off the floor. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Sorry. That was their message. They sent <laughs> over to uh, Lyman Hall
0: Wallingford as my their, bad. My, as their apology.
1: Well, it's not their bad? bad. They're good.
0: Uh, you know, and you wonder too, Lyman Hall. Why even play if you're that? bad? Yeah, come on, Lyman That's Hall. That's really. I mean, not good. Eighty to nothing at halftime. I think it was eighty. It was eighty Holy to nothing at moly. some point. Wow. That's now. I've seen some games like in college. Big-time programs will have what they call buy games to fill out their schedule. Well, they'll play a Division II team or a very low-level Division I team. They really have no chance to win. And the other team gets paid to make the trip and whatever. And some of those games are really tough to watch. These are high school girls though. Yeah, but there's my there's God. Sacred Heart Academy
1: of Hamden must be pretty good. I'd like to see them go up against Rutgers Men's Basketball. All right, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> see who wins
0: that one. Or the Nets with Kyrie Irving. <laughs> or the Nets with Kyrie. <laughs> That's right.
1: Do you think Kyrie Irving could beat uh, he's only one guy? No stop. It's no. Kyrie Irving versus stuff. You just maul the them. Sacred Heart Academy of Hamden. No. Girls' bass, high school girls' basketball team. No, he couldn't. Well, they could play the triangle and just keep passing it around. And from
0: downtown, well, let me ask you this: <laughs> Could the five of us mm-hmm. beat the Sacred Heart? I would say no. <laughs> I would we say couldn't. no. No, I would say it would even be smoked. Closed. Right? It might even be... with Boomer and Good Feet. Right? It might be ninety-two to four. No, nah, it wouldn't be that bad because Boomer's a gigantic human being,
1: and he is competitive. He'd be boxing out those high school girls under
0: the but basket. We're not beating them. We're not beating them though. Eddie would have a, a stroke. You would I'd quit. be exhausted right. going you'd, up and down I mean, the court. I mean, you'd be done after three trips up and down the floor. Gio wouldn't get off the bench. I would play, and who else would It'd we be? It would really need?
1: be you and Boomer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two-man game. <laughs> Two-man game. Inside <laughs> out. The problem is I can't shoot. <laughs> right. You just
1: have to try to get the ball. And they probably have some tall girls on the oh, team. Oh, I'm sure they do. High school girls. And
0: here's what I know. St. John Vienti and Homedale, which is where my son goes, their girls program is off the charts and has been for decades now. Legit, going back to when... I was in high school. They win state championships routinely. Watching these girls at that level shoot the ball with such precision is unbelievable. So we'd get our ass. We'd do better than 92 to 4. Yes. We would not win. No chance.
1: And then we should schedule Lyman Hall-Wallingford. And then beat them. <laughs> we would beat them easily. They only scored four points the other right. night. That we'd be one and one. I wonder who was the leading scorer. Like, do you think
0: one girl got all four points? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure we could find a box <laughs> score somewhere. Right. <laughs> right. She shot one for 17. But she had four points and she was two of two from the line. <laughs> right. That's funny. She was the star player of the game for them. Sa- what is it? Sacred
1: Heart it's Academy? It's Sacred Heart Academy of Hamden. Okay. Against who? Against uh, Lyman, L-Y-M-A-N, right? Lyman Hall Wallingford. It was a big Monday night matchup.
0: <laughs> well, it really wasn't, actually. 92-4. I four. want to find the box score of this thing. From
1: downtown,
0: yes! Wow. So they, let's see, they, <laughs> the Lyman coach says, they showed us no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: You and the coach
0: up. got suspended. What? They suspended him. For running up the score? Yeah. That's a ah. They, that's not right. They did. How do I find a box score of this? I'm <laughs> very, I'm very curious. What did they suspend him for? What's like what for what policy did score, he break? I, let's I don't know. Sportsmanship, according to the Hartford Current. Unless there's got a oh. paywall on this, which you know, in today's day and age, God knows. Uh, let's see. <laughs> blah, 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 suspend <laughs> uh, the coaches, Jason Kirk. He was suspended. uh Uh, results to be the school yeah so the school president sister sheila o'neill sister sheila issued a statement of remorse sacred heart academy values the lessons taught and cultivated through athletic participation including ethical and responsible behavior leadership and strength of character Last night's game does not align with our values or philosophy. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: they learned the lesson. Uh, well. They learned the lesson that if you
1: show up to play Sacred Heart Academy a hand in of Hamden, you're gonna get beat
0: down. They are considered one of the best teams in the state of Connecticut. Yeah, you're right. They led fifty six nothing at halftime and eighty to nothing going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh my God. I would have stayed to watch that game. Like I would not have left early. <laughs> you're terrible, man. Like, girls, let's go. You gotta put up some points. Did you see About two months ago, I forget what, I don't remember what university it was, but he called the timeout. They were playing in Iowa, and he made his team run wind sprints during the timeout. (laughs) That's not going to help your performance. He was so pissed how badly they were playing in front of the crowd and everything. He called timeout just to make them run wind sprints.
1: And then they go in the game. They're
0: tired from the wind sprints. (laughs) I suppose. They were losing big anyway. My goodness. So, yeah. I'm going to find a box score during the break. Yeah, I want to see
1: who who led scoring for both teams. Like did uh, one, I want to see if one girl had all four points. I will, or if they spread that
0: uh, spread the score around. My God, twenty nine like nothing goes? after one, fifty six yeah. nothing after two, eighty nothing. After how did they get three. no points? <laughs> the ball didn't go in. Oh, uh, I, I, wonder, I many, wonder if they were pressing them on every play too.
1: What What are they? I know, like in hockey, it's called shots on goal. What's it called in basketball when you put field up goals. Shot, field goals, field goal attempts? So they'd be like oh for
0: whatever right? seventy, or they, were,
1: or they were like two, two for seventy, yeah. or maybe you're right, or, maybe they didn't get
0: any shots where they turn the ball over 30 times yeah who knows all right let's take a break I will do my best to see if I can find a box score for this I don't know it's likely but I'll give it a try 517 we got Boomer and Geo at six coming up here on the fan all-star closer Kenley Jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time All right, coming up on 25 after five. Hello, hello, hello. I could not find a box score to that uh, high school basketball game, but I will tell you this: <laughs> uh, those two teams have to play again in uh, about four weeks. Oh, revenge game. Th- <laughs> There's going to be no revenge. Revenge what?
1: They should. Uh, they should find a professional WNBA player and that put her in funny. uniform and dominate that team. That. Uh spank them
0: that would actually be pretty funny yeah but yeah they got to play again on the 28th of january so three weeks from now all right. I keep gonna go
1: see- <laughs> uh no, i'll pass on that
0: <laughs> i keep seeing all this news about baker
1: mayfield and uh the browns yeah. and uh, like oh they're making it like he's not going to be on the browns like, maybe he won't be i don't know i feel like maybe i'm wrong but i you know i only watch the red zone so i see only probably the the, the good sure. and the bad yeah I feel like Giants fans would take that guy in a second.
0: Uh, I think it's very similar in a lot of ways. I think really? I think the Browns probably feel like they've underachieved and he's the face of that franchise. And they have not I mean, they're seven and nine, they haven't played great. They got rid of Beckham. You thought that was going to be addition by subtraction. They won one game and then all of a sudden pff, right back to where they were. I don't know. I you know, they haven't been good. I feel like though when I look at that guy, he's the quarterback. I guess I don't I don't watch him enough to know to be quite honest with you. I'm yeah. with you. I see the highlights uh Red Zone. I am not watching the Browns. What? I'm I'm just not. So I really don't know the Now you think about the talent they have. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Land. Like they've got players on that team and yet yeah, it doesn't really amount to much. Even good players on defense. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I would think if you're the Giants, you'd probably take them, too. But are you? here's the question, though. All right. Would you take them and give them a long-term deal for $30 million a year? I would not. You can't. No, you can't. But And that goes back to the conversation. As boring as it is, it's why you come back with Daniel Jones next year. You give him one last try on a make or break. We ain't giving you an extension next year. You're playing on the deal you have. You're either good or you're not. You're either going to stay on the field or you won't. Then we'll move on if we have to.
1: All we'll have to look forward to around here next year is the hopes that the Jets, uh, Rob Sala and uh, Zach Wilson take the step sure. forward. Oh yeah, because if the Giants come back with Daniel Jones, and they uh, might, and uh, Joe Judge, this is going into it seems not exciting.
0: Right, no one's going to be pumped up for the Giants. No buzz. A complete. Now nah, there was no buzz this year for them. There was. No there really buzz. wasn't. Even though they were, but they went six games last year and everybody lost their mind because they. Could have made the playoffs as a bad team, which was (laughs) stupid. Yes. Um, People thought they'd be better, but I don't know if there was buzz about them. There'll be nothing next year. But – that said, I hear that there's going to be a clown parade across a bridge, so perhaps maybe Joe Judge won't be back. Who knows? I did. Li- I was listening to Carton and
1: Roberts yesterday afternoon, and I heard them uh, doing... They're going to... Now, I saw they tweeted out a date for it. They did. The 28th, I believe. I saw February 4th. Oh, is that tweeted, what it was yeah. now?
0: Okay. Not the. T- I'm sorry. The 28th basketball game. Right. February 4th. February 4th, they tweeted out that they, they want you to dress as a clown
1: and in your Giants
0: jerseys. Right.
1: And they're going to walk across, I guess, the Brooklyn bridge they are now when i was listening i it seemed like if the giants got rid of joe judge they were going to call correct. off the clown parade
0: this is for them to show ownership how disappointed they are oh, okay so if Joe they Judge judging the Giants. if they keep joe judge then the clown parade is on correct there was at one point they were trying to come up with a name for the parade yeah and evan was giving it his best shot to where craig just said stop talking I'll so, leave that to okay. me off. <laughs> <laughs> you're not <Yeah>. funny <laughs> He and then I trying, saw though.
1: so I'm listening to that and I and I'm hearing that going on. Then I click over to my where I go through my news feeds of sports yeah. things and then I see Jacksonville Jaguars fans. Well, that's where this started. Oh, is that how they This is how the conversation started. Oh, okay, because I caught it in the middle of I heard Craig talking about that they were going to do it. Then I saw that I was like, "Oh no." So I texted the story to Craig. Yeah. So they
0: had already knew, known they this. They did, game. and that's when he came. He said, you know, we should do something. That's a great idea. Oh,
1: okay. So Jaguars fans are going to the game. Correct. Uh, dressed as clowns. Dressed as clowns because they want to get rid of their GM.
0: I can't wait for you to pronounce this one. Trent Balky. Oh, look at you. Nailed it. <laughs> that's pretty good. You don't know Sony Michelle, but you got Trent Balky. Trent Balky. <laughs> they want him fired. I thought for sure you'd go Trent Balk. <laughs> B- he spells it B-A-A. L-K-E. There you bulky. go. Look at you. It's almost like you know football. Yeah, oh, absolutely, oh, Jerry. Yes.
1: Uh, so, yeah, so they'll be uh, they'll be dressed as clowns. Well, like Craig was saying, like, how much impact can they have? Like, how many people are going to go to that game?
0: It's not going to be that I don't know, many. but if you get 40,000 people dressed as clowns, it'd be funny. Yeah, but, they, like, everyone
1: won't do it. But if you see a bunch of clowns crossing the Brooklyn Bridge, that's got to get on the news,
0: right? I guess. I I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like how, many, between, how many favors can we call in? every
1: In between very serious COVID uh, things and murders in the city, be like, and uh,
0: 3,000 clowns walked across the Did bridge. Can you imagine the email? <laughs> Attention, Maurice Dubois. Here's your assignment for today. Or,
1: or like, uh, I'll just send a uh, Maurice. Uh, hi, this is for Maurice Dubois. Uh, just a heads up, there'll be a bunch of Clowns in Giants jerseys walking across the bridge. If you want to send a camera crew, and we out want there. interviews,
0: and, we, and yes, please look for the. You might even find a guy uh, that could be in a speedo. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> look for the bald clown.
1: <laughs> Craig's got to do that thing where you put the the oh, orange man. hair that goes around, like how our uncles used to look. Where you would have the uh, the bald head, the bald on top, but hair on the side. <laughs> what a terrible look! That was a
0: terrible look. It sure was. Oh my gosh. And many
1: bad looks through the years. I had an uncle that had that. My uncle Charlie had that haircut, and no one told him. No, but back then in the seventies,
0: that was what. Oh, the seventies. Unc- that's okay. what uncles did. Seventies and eighties. That suppose. you kept that hair on the side. You know what I did? Speaking of uncles in the seventies and aging. So there was this article about anti-aging and how, you know, this like Tom Brady and the rim, Jeff Bezos. And they're spending a lot of money on, you know, whether it's blood spinning or whether it's HGH or all these different, all these different. Yeah. All, there's a lot of different treatments. Now you got money and clearly it works. And so there was a link to where you can do your status. Are you aging properly? Are you aging rapidly? Have you cut some time off? I'm like, I'll do this. Why not? It was like a quiz, yeah, an online it's, quiz, and it's like twenty questions, and so I go through the whole thing, and you got to put your birthday in and everything, and when you get, I get my result, I press, you know, click to submit. It comes up, you're boring. You're exactly your age. <laughs> okay. Well, in some ways, that was good. You weren't uh, aging. I know. I was disappointed quickly. though. I thought I maybe shave like six months right. off or something. You're working out. Well, I haven't been actually, oh. and that's been part of the issue. But I was like, I was disappointed. Yeah. It said you're boring. (laughs) You're boring. You are where you... You are who you thought we thought you were. Where they thought, but not where I thought. And we let you off the hook. I
1: know. Oh, well. So that's... uh, Will you be joining this clown parade? I don't think. I will not be. I will not be Are you going to go go walk across the bridge on a Friday afternoon? No, no, no. I I will support it by uh, watching uh, social media videos on it and listening to it live Mm -hmm. or however
0: we do it. By the way, if you took up a Friday afternoon... To go walk across the Brooklyn Bridge, yeah, Boomer might hang you over the side by your ankles.
1: <laughs> That's true. And
0: <laughs> call you a fraud. That's true. I could not get away with that. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh,
1: then uh, yesterday, Dan Orlovsky mm-hmm. of ESPN, now, he was a backup quarterback, right? Yeah, pleading he, for the Lions, didn't he? He was the dude who ran out of the back of the end zone by accident. I think. Maybe I don't remember uh, when he was on the Lions. Uh, he uh, took Joe Judge to task and said, well, "Him too, okay." <laughs>
0: Whatever, get, get in line. line, right.
1: His quote was your team has won two games by double digits. You've lost fourteen games Oof. by double digits. You should not be talking Timmy Toughnuts style. <laughs>
0: Who's Timmy Toughnuts? I don't know. But he doesn't like Joe Jones' Timmy Toughnuts talk. I agree. There's a point of I would think humility where you just say it doesn't look great. We got work to do. Next question. Like, I don't know why, like, that 11-minute thing and, you know, part of the whole clown parade thing came from the Jaguars for sure, but then they linked it to this ain't no clown show operator, whatever the hell he said about the Giants. Yes. Like, but you look like one. Like, they're not losing close games lately. They're getting blown out by not good teams. Yes. It's like, at some point, you are what you are. And right now, they stink. They had 19 points in the last three games. Yeah. Total. I I know. It, it's really. They stink. And it's one of those things where you sit there and say, they can't be this bad, are they? Yes, they are. And then yesterday there were a bunch of stories that
1: to John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan is uh, thinking about coming back to the NFL. I
0: saw one reporter. I don't remember who it was, but I saw them tweet out, and this is where I started searching because I didn't know what was going on. He goes, at what point did a source that says someone's thinking about something become breaking news. I'm like, what is this now? Yeah. And I literally copied and pasted that and the Jim Harbaugh story came right up. Yeah, so then that comes up so of course Giants fans yesterday were well, like, yeah. we get. But
1: then I already I already saw another report on a a report based on a report that's not really a report oh my God. that said Bears Raiders. Oh, okay. Because that he and his wife uh, lived out there and mm. liked it out there. Interesting. That would be an interesting move. It would be. And Although he was... I was just thinking Raiders in Oakland, they're not there anymore,
0: Jerry. they moved in Vegas. to Vegas. Yeah.
1: Still West Coast, though, I guess. But I would have or thought,
0: because I saw it too, my first thought was Chicago because he was there. It makes sense to me. Oh, right. Um, And he's done well, at least in San Francisco. He did well with Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick. Well, Chicago's got a quarterback issue. You know, who knows about Justin Fields to me. That's the mentality you need. I thought that would be the perfect fit, but Vegas makes sense, too. But then again, who's their quarterback? I don't know. They said he started with the Raiders as a coach. Oh, I didn't know that. The Raiders. How about that?
1: He probably just wants to go to press conferences and say the Raiders. Or he just wants to live in Vegas. The Raiders. Instead of Michigan. Imagine going from Michigan to To Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, I could. It
0: sounds lovely. Michigan seems super cold. It is, and it's super dark and dank and depressing in the winter. I'm sure it's kind of like I used to go to New Hampshire all the time with Columbia in the winter. It is such a depressing place to be in the winter. Oh, my God. Not only is there snow, but there's you know people driving it with ease because they're used to it up there. So you know when there's a lot of snow on the ground for a long time, and then the dirt piles into this, it just looks gross, right? Ice and ice and dirt, and then sometimes it's place to be in the winter turns to slush. And by the way, there's no prize to be here in the winter either, but it's better than Michigan. Whenever I think of Michigan, I think first of all, Roseanne.
1: uh, You know, I did not watch Roseanne, so I don't think of Roseanne. I I think of. uh, that uh, Michigan is right on the lake and it's right across from Canada, so it's got to be freezing. Yeah, sure. Then I think of that uh, Michael Moore documentary, Roger and Me, about Flint, Michigan, which was all depressing because it's a, it's depressing, depressing economic. Yeah, play. think about Eminem. And I think about Eminem, yeah. and then I think about the uh, the fight between the Pacers and the Pistons. Oh, sure. And then I think about Bob Seger,
0: in the Silver Bullet Band. Yeah, from How Detroit. About that?
1: Uh, and then I think about... Do you about
0: Axel, Fo- Axel Foley and Beverly Hills uh, Cop no, and no, the Detroit like that, Lions jacket? No, because that would be good because that yes. that was
1: Beverly Hills. Like the, That was that would bring positive. I always go right to negative. Well,
0: but he was in Detroit where it was not so good before,
1: but he, his, before his buddy before gets, he, gets
0: he, shot. And then he goes and investigates it out in, oh, in Beverly Hills. Oh, I see. Hills. That's how he got there yes. and was wearing the but Detroit... jacket. Yeah, jacket is like legendary. Yes. Like I would wear... I remember saying, I asked for that jacket for Christmas back in the day. I remember my parents were like... You're a Cowboy fan. I'm like, I know. Beverly Hills Cop. They never got me the jacket. They
1: probably checked out the
0: Sears catalog and it was sold out. (laughs) It's
1: $194. Yeah. Not getting it. (laughs) Yeah, you're not getting your Axel Foley uh, jacket. By
0: the way, when we were in Detroit for the Super Bowl in 2005, I guess it was. A lot of reporters were making that trip over to Canada. Is that right? Apparently, the strip club's really good. Oh, yes. Well, you know. (laughs) No, I've heard.
1: I've never been to uh, to those uh, strip clubs, That I've
0: heard. There were let's just say reporters that you've heard of mm-hmm. on the bus on the shuttle buses going to media availabilities discussing their night out the well, previous is that night. right and it was you could have rolled a tape recorder and got some people in trouble right <laughs> very
1: easily back then though you yes. we people weren't as expecting of being recorded as we are now
0: <laughs> exactly right are right, we gonna take a break 5.36, we got more to do boomer and Gio at the top on the fan very fast moving hour coming up on a quarter to six. Real quick before you move on, I did find, and I would like to thank on Twitter because he gave me the link or at least the search. So Fred M. Morjillo, I do appreciate you sending this over. So Connecticut Insider apparently puts out box scores as best they can from all these games. But it's not a box score like you would expect, so I don't see shot attempts or anything like that. All I see is that the two girls scored two points apiece, and they each had a field goal. So there were no free throws made. I don't know what their shooting percentage was, what the rest of the team did. And then for the Sacred Heart team, they had, wow. They scored 92 points. Well, yes. 1, 2, 3, 4, 10, 11, 12. 12 girls scored. So they spread it out. They did spread it out, and no one scored more than 13 points. So it really? wasn't like someone went for 50. Everybody scored 10, 8, 12, 7, 11. Yeah. And it got their coach suspended for For spreading the
1: ball around,
0: (laughs) letting girls score a lot of points. Yeah. It is sad, though, when you see points allowed, 92 points scored four. (laughs) Field goals made two to 31. (laughs) Yes. That was not a close uh, girls' high school basketball game in Connecticut. No, and how about this? The Lyman team didn't even attempt a free throw. Where the other team was 15 of 19 from the line. So they were never fouled. At least not shooting, which means they must have pressed the hell out of them. What is, I don't even know what that means when you say press them. Come on. Really? I'm going to
1: guess. This is what I'm going to guess. Yes. That defensively they were all up in their business. Is that right?
0: Is that what impressed me? Girls, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get all up in their business. It's a full court. So instead of allowing the team to walk the ball up the floor and cross midcourt, get into your offensive set and play defense, it means ball goes through the hoop. You press them in the (laughs) backcourt. They're already def- – already... Yes, absolutely. And then that's where a lot of steals and turnovers happen, oh, easy baskets. yeah, that's douchey. Most of the time, though, it's very difficult for a team to do that for a full game. You get, you'll exhaust yourself, so you pick your spots. In this case, I would think this team might have done it right from the start and just overwhelmed them, but I don't know. Sounds like it. 56-0 at halftime. They were certainly overwhelmed. They were
1: pressing them. Yeah. There seems to be, and I don't know why, maybe you can tell me, why is there a fascination now with everything Aaron Rodgers does?
0: Ah, uh, because he's a very polarizing lightning rod. But he's was in. he been in the league a very long time. Yeah. I guess just he recently. Had, he had a douchey offseason, that's why. Where you've become, <laughs> because you've become a... You're not a fan of him anymore. That's true. You've he, become a detractor. <laughs> I love that. Aaron
1: Rodgers had a douchey
0: offseason. Yeah. He started, did, though. Yeah. Not that I minded it. But he did. I feel like it started when he started dating Danica Patrick. Like when he I thought st- you were going to say when he started hating his family. Because uh, you well, were actually, on him you know what? for that.
1: You're right. That's when it really started. Yep. It started with The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. It was The Bachelorette where his brother, Jordan, was a contestant on The Bachelorette. Yeah. And he, he was getting very close with one of the women and said that uh, that they don't talk. Right. He, that Aaron Rodgers and his family are fighting. Then from there, he started. he was dating Danica Patrick. Yeah. Which, as far as we know, she was trying to get them to- uh, Get married, right? She was heartbroken, uh, wasn't she? Was she was heartbroken. Yeah. But then he was dating another girl who was famous. So he started becoming a like, celebrity couple, Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Then the he grew the hair long, so he looked a little strange. Pandemic hair. Pandemic hair. And like then he Geo. Was, he was doing a John Wick uh, yes. Halloween costume. Right. Which, But he still has the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Then he started. Uh, then he did the COVID stuff. Then he goes on uh, Pat McAfee, mm-hmm.
0: where where he's very likable.
1: Where he's very likable because okay. I watch
0: it every week because of the relationship he's got with McAfee and AJ Hawk. Like those three, you can tell are really tight, and it's it's a good watch. He stays on for forty five minutes with them. But now it's like everything he does. Yes, they are. They cover it well. Here's one thing that I found interesting, and it was addressed, and I'll play the clips coming up between 6 and 10 at some point. So one thing that I saw make the rounds on social media last week, which I thought too, I don't know why I don't tweet this stuff when I think it, I just don't. They have him in these post-game interviews. You know, there's basically a fishing rod with a microphone on the end of it. And he's standing eight feet apart from usually it's Aaron Andrews. And then the camera stays there, it's over, and he walks up and he hugs her. So, are we trying to stay apart, or aren't we? Which I always thought was interesting. So that's kind of made the rounds, and they brought that up to him yesterday.
1: Yeah, and I thought I thought he actually. I mean, it comes, when I saw that as well, I was like, "What are we doing? Like, you you can't be right. near her to interview, but you're okay to hug her." He said, "He's a hugger. She's my friend." Yeah, and he said, "I'm I'm doing what they tell me to do, yep. but I'm gonna hug my friend." Correct. So he did the interview the eight feet apart yep. or wherever whatever interview whatever it was. over. Come give Papa no. a hug. <laughs> I actually thought that was a, a good
0: explanation. It was. It was totally fine because it made sense. And plus, you've got, especially now, you know, he's got the ninety days of antibodies. She's vaccinated. I mean, if he can't hug her, and they're outside, and they're outside, and he's running around, you know, guys are spitting on one another on the field. I mean, it's at some Jerry Jones is very interesting. He basically said, "We know guys are out there playing with COVID." Not basically, he said that. He goes, "But it's a matter of making sure that they're on the other side of the symptoms and." Some are asymptomatic. It's just they're doing the best they can. And then he said, good morning. They also, which is something I wish Craig was here, got into the whole full-time, part-time ref thing. Oh, is that right? Basically, it makes no sense for these guys. But what else are they going to be doing exactly? What, to be full-time? Yeah, you there's not work for them. <laughs> well, you got them study tape every day for eight yeah. hours a day in the off season. Yes. It's not going to make being... them better. I think mm-hmm. he was making the point. These guys are actually really good. Yeah, you get paid for the games you do. and Which is what they're doing already. Yeah. Uh, Then
1: there's a a, a
0: writer named
1: Hub Arkish.
0: Yes, who used to, I believe, work Westwood One sidelines with Boomer.
1: Okay, I knew I knew that name from somewhere. Right, that sounds right, I think so. Yeah, that does sound right. Yeah. So he was on The Score in Chicago. Okay. And he is uh, one of the people that has a uh, MVP vote. Okay. And he said he is not voting for Aaron Rodgers because he says, quote, I don't think you can be the biggest jerk in the league and punish your team and your organization and your fan base the way he did and
0: be the most valuable player. How did he punish them? Just because he wasn't vaccinated yeah. and he lied about it? I yes. guess, but then at the same time, the game he doesn't play, they sucked. It's the complete definition of MVP. Well, I know what he's saying. His but... point to that is, because
1: he brings that up, because that was the Kansas City game, right? Yeah. When they offensively, they couldn't do a damn thing. Yeah, so he said, how can you vote him the most valuable player if his
0: actions caused him to miss that game, and yeah. they lost. I, there's two schools of thought here. I did this yeah. with Sal last week. It's the whole personal choice against it. I, I, I will never tell someone they they have to go get that. I just won't. I recommend it. I've done it. I can't wait to get my booster. But to each his own, if you don't want to put that in your body, I'm not going to force you. That's why I don't have a problem with the Kyrie Irving thing. Right? I really don't. You think Do you think he's not vaccinated because he hates his teammates? <laughs> no, he's he's got a fundamental problem with it. Whether it's right or wrong, that's his belief. Good for him. Live your life. So same thing with Aaron Rodgers, even though he had some Fugazi immunity and lied to us. Okay, fine. Didn't lie, possibly lied. Semantics. But to say he's I don't know. How do you not vote for him for MVP? Plus it was I
1: also think sometimes these guys like it's and a good job by Hub Arkish. It's knowing your audience. He was on sports radio in Chicago mm-hmm. where they hate, the hate, Packers Aaron, Rodgers. hate <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. So, why wouldn't you go?
0: I didn't vote for that guy. He's a douche. Well, it is interesting. He's a national announcer, though. Yeah. Who's going to be, assuming he still does that, I don't know if he does or he doesn't. I would think there's a good chance he'll be on a Packer sideline this postseason. That would be and interesting. And be in the locker room. So, that's gutsy that he says it publicly and knows he might have to go face him. Yeah. Because a lot of guys wouldn't do that. That's true. You know, they want to be buddy-buddy. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't badmouth a guy then have to go face him (laughs) face-to-face. Right, you've already been through that with Warren
1: Sapp. (laughs) You're good. I tried that once. That did not go well for (laughs) me. Once upon a time. (laughs) Once upon a time. And I feel like we've been dragging this on for what feels like years, even though I'm sure it's not years. But the Washington football team is going to announce on February 2nd. Yeah, we mentioned this yesterday. Yeah, That they're... uh, that they have their name changed. You Gio made a great
0: point when I brought it up yesterday. Yeah. He goes, how are they keeping that a secret for a month?
1: Yeah. I I'm, I agree with him. Right, I have no they s- They supposedly are...
0: They're not changing their colors, right? Which I, And I like what they've done. Me too. It still looks like the old Washington Redskins. Now the name's changed. That's fine. But it still looks like the same team. And I think they're keeping those colors. Okay. But they are... They're keeping seems... that dump of a stadium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they are putting something
0: on the uniform hmm. with regards to the whatever the new logo is going why to be. Why did I think Washington football team was decided 6 or 7 months ago? Clearly I'm wrong. I, I don't know why I thought yeah, that I was thought a done so deal too. But it's not. I like it. I think, I do it too. Was I think it's stupid fine. at first. I was like this is stupid. But you but get, you used, get to used to, it. to anything. Yeah, you do get Just used like to it. Just like you'll get used to the Cleveland Guardians very quickly in baseball. Yeah. Right now it seems ridiculous, but you'll get used to it. Does that start this season? It does, yeah. Yeah. Because remember, they had to settle out of court with the Cleveland Guardians of the Roller Hockey League, <laughs> or the Roller Derby League, Roll excuse derby. me. Well, it's kind of like when St. John's went from the Red Men to the Red Storm. I was like, Red Storm? Now it's just, it's, yeah, that's what they are. And Syracuse Orange Men to They're the orange. orange, yeah. And I know there have been a bunch of others. I'm not, I don't know them all, but there have been other teams that have changed their names. Like Hawaii, they're the Rainbows now instead of the Warriors, right? Does that sound right, Eddie? Yeah, they are Hawaii the used to be the Warriors, now they're the Rainbows. So, you get used to anything. Uh Roller Derby.
1: When I used to try to watch uh WWF wrestling yeah. on MSG Network every once have in a roller while. Derby. Yeah, every once in a while they would they would put on one of the one of the uh wrestling nights at the Garden would be on MSG Network. But you I never knew when it was going to be right. televised because sometimes they were
0: wrestling at the Garden and yeah. I think it was going to be on, I'd put it on. It would be like roller derby. You know what was a big channel for roller derby back in the day? What? It was channel 33 on the old cable box and then the flicker into the middle part sports channel. Sp- and used now, to have roller derby. Is
1: roller derby
0: kind of like wrestling like where it's kind of fake? It's like I don't know, it's like a cross between hockey checking and re- I don't think it's fake actually. I don't know. I know there's a roller hockey league in South Jersey. They invited us to come oh, right, to come skate. We'll pass, <laughs> right? <laughs> right cuz all that we we're going
1: to do is prove it's not fake. You might break us. And smack we're us good. around like uh
0: like uh, John Stossel got smacked around and on the, 2020. And I think it was a female league. The girls like in their 20s. Yeah. We're out. Yeah, no, thank you, Al. Do you have (laughs) a
1: memory of Rollerball, like a weird '70s cult movie with James Caan? No, I'm aware it exists, but I did not watch that.
0: We got to, yeah.
1: It always looked just fake to me.
0: I don't think it. I don't know that it isn't, and I don't know that it is, but it looks real. We got to take a break. It's coming up on 5:54. Boomer and Geo at the top. Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, back, Knicks did win last night, beat the Pacers, Devils, lost Rutgers, and Seton Hall both won. What else, Al? It was Olivia Munn who Aaron Rodgers Olivia dated, Munn. who
1: was famous. That comes from Jesse Jeffers. All right. Uh, and then uh, James Fox tells me on Twitter that Timmy Toughnuts is a nickname <laughs> former players have for coaches who act tough, but their teams suck. Yes. Which is what Dan Orlovsky
0: said. What Whatever of, Boomer called. Rich Cotite, Timmy Tough Nuts back in the day. <laughs> hey, Timmy Tough Nuts. Well, he never really acted tough. <laughs> oh, he didn't? No. no, oh, he, so just he wasn't, wasn't around. T- Got it. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> and
1: uh, yesterday, just an update from a story we did yesterday, Jerry. Uh, Titans Bud Dupree yeah. was uh, charged with assault after fighting a Walgreens employee. Now is there video footage? There of this? There is video footage huh? of this, and he
0: literally went uh, where you can do your sound effects.
1: <laughs> well, it was like a look, it like a, it wasn't like I didn't see punches thrown. It was a lot of pushing and shoving, and okay. then he demanded uh, that one of his friends, who was wearing a Bud Dupree jersey, which is interesting. Yeah, get the phone from the Walgreens employee.
0: W F A N and W F A N F M and H D One New York,
1: an Odyssey station. The-